We're talking episode eight on the Good Behavior After Show tonight. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love more. Can you tell me what that was? I think that's the second one because when I said uh, I thought Steven was going to give me another chance, but he just Steven. left me out to dry. Steven over is there. my dude. Steven is in the back doing the producing while we're up front. Producing this show. Yes, I gotta. I, I miss. I missed you guys over the break. Yeah. Well, now it's the two horsemen tonight instead of the four. Yeah, but that's like the motorcycle ride in the episode. Except you wouldn't grab my back. You'd be like, "Don't touch me!" And hey. like, no, yeah. it's for safety reasons. I know. That's why. That's why I would pop a wheelie and you would fall off because I would do it on purpose. I would do it on purpose. But it was. It was so romantic. I think it's fair to say that Javier and Letty are like. A thing now. They better be a thing. If she she asked him to kill her ex, like at some point, that, that's, that's a thing. That's some that's a real relationship stuff. You know what I'm saying? I love. Hey, Steve, keep the horns going for the night because I gotta the, love it. Oh, he bet he's doing that. Of course, that press it, baby. I love it. That's he's he's the most lit. Back, he's the most lit the most, in, engineer that we yeah. have in the in the studio. And whenever we have Steve doing the back, we know that it's gonna be all good in the front. Um, so we got Steven in the back. And of course. <laughs> and I'm Olivia. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the real underscore O underscore G. That's Thank a good you. way to find I follow you. Oh, you do you I finally follow, you. follow me. I follow I'm honored. You Thank so you. That's the thing. And um you can find Maddie and Abigail at home or wherever the hell they are because we don't know where they are. But I'm here. Oh. I'm here at I am Tehran, the bathroom park job. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And you know what? Why does he get all this applause? Why? I don't, I get Why do I get applause? Here. Because <laughs> exactly. Rude. You know what happens? If you saw the IG comments, people like me and my <laughs> obnoxious but intelligent comments, and they weren't really fond of the things that you guys were saying. I'm sorry. They weren't fond. They weren't fond of, 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 of Abigail making up words. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, we have our own fans just because one person didn't All have your fans are guys because say. you're... You guys are beautiful, but I need we need substantive fans. But you know what? We got into a war of the words on IG. Which and I stood up sealed. for my I stood up for my four horsemen. I stood up for my four you horsemen. You did. I respect that. Thank you. Because we're the four horsemen. It's not it's not it's one, ride or die. It's one for all and all for one. That is how we ride, right? Um, this episode was very interesting. <laughs> my favorite line of the episode is you were getting dick in your ass what was it <laughs> it was the best line but, yeah well she was like you just told me you were getting dick in your ass yeah. and it was just one of the best lines of television of all time in fact i think that line by itself should win an emmy like that line so? was amazing it was just amazing and brilliant and it was of course about um it was about tiffany tiffany and kyle and kyle and kyle's the husband who we, if you remember was in the getting... past episodes was having sex and then <laughs> Because that brought up a very interesting conversation point, I felt. About, and what conversation is that? About when, when Letty confronted Kyle about being gay, Kyle said he's not gay. Even though clearly that was a gay sex scene that we saw. That was homosexual activity. He was getting Well, he was saying he was being ass. raped. Yeah, he well, Letty. he first said that. He was like, I mean, clearly he wasn't getting raped. Letty said, clearly you're not getting raped. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he was enjoying it. But he said, I'm not gay. And it's interesting because it brought up the concept of, like, sexual fluidity and being, uh, having a sexual or- orientation mm-hmm. that's not standard. It's not straight. It's not gay. It's you're just somewhere in the middle. You. 
And Kyle, I feel, felt that way. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. We'll probably find out a little bit more about, you know, him and their relationship because that scene was the first time that they had seen each other since all of this had happened. And remember, Letty was threatening to tell Tiffany about what she saw Kyle doing, so this was the first time that she actually figured this out. I think it's even more interesting that Letty is so insistent that Kyle tell Tiffany. Would you make... It, let's let's make the situation between you and let's say it's Abby, right? <laughs> let's say it's you and Abby and you found Abby's guy friend or whoever she's with having gay sex with another guy. Would you make him tell Abby or would you tell Abby yourself or would you let it be? I mean, I definitely wouldn't let it be because that's too... First of all, that's a burden on me to know that and that's that wouldn't be true to my best friend if I was hiding it from her. But... I mean, I would probably tell her, but it seems like Letty and Kyle had their own type of relationship where she felt like she had to be loyal to the both of them. So I see why she wanted Kyle to do it because she didn't want to throw him under the bus, and she, but she still wanted it to be a conversation. So I could see where she's coming from, and I probably would do that. But if I didn't have a relationship with the with the husband or whatever, then I I would tell my friend right away. I, would I don't know. Up. I don't know what I would do in that situation. Seriously? You I, would just let that roll? You know why? Because sometimes to me it's like best not to get involved. You know the saying, uh, don't kill the messenger? Do you know yeah. why we have it? Because we tend to kill the messenger. <laughs> I guess that's true. And we saw Tiffany kill the messenger the first time because she just automatically attacked Letty. Mm -hmm. And then it came back to, to the revelation that maybe Letty wasn't as involved as we think, but there's still some resentment between Tiffany and Letty. There is still a block there. They're not as close as they used to be. Well, yeah, of course. But she, that's because she saw him kissing her husband. Yeah, but I think it has more to do with that because she's kind of over that. She doesn't like the fact that Letty is in and Kyle's going down the path that she judged Letty for for so long. Yeah. And felt she felt better than Letty because she was like, Letty became a druggie. Letty became this person. I never did. I'm the successful real estate agent. Now look at my perfect house. Look at my perfect mm -hmm. kids. Look at my perfect husband. This husband that Letty dated to begin with and then made, a, made the realization that I was better. I'm better than Letty. And now it's like, I'm not shit. Like, well, yeah, I'm nothing. in her own house after she was, you know, passing judgment on somebody else for it. Yeah. Now she's... She's stuck in the middle of it. Which is another saying, like, don't throw people in glass houses, shouldn't throw stones. And that's what we saw is because now <laughs> she's dealing with it herself. She's dealing with it herself. So I don't know if I personally would want to be involved because it seems like a cluster. But you could you really, like, sit there with your best friend knowing that, like, knowing that? That's, that's messed up. You can't, you have to, your loyalty is somewhere. You have to say something. It's not, this isn't about loyalty. This is about. This is about. I would have to be. I would have to be really good friends with this person because yeah. I know that something like this would hinder. On the flip side, would I want my friend to tell me? And the answer is yes. And it's a lot easier when you're dealing with it as a guy and it's the girl that's doing something like this, yeah. you know. But I would want, of course, my friend to tell me if I was with a girl and she was with another guy. Yeah. But if she was with another girl, I don't know how I would take it. Most guys <laughs> would be excited, right? Yeah. But if I don't know how it would feel as a girl if you were with a guy and the guy was having sex with another guy. That's an awkward situation. It is an awkward situation. I'm not sure how I would really handle it. 
I mean, he said he's not gay, but then if he if he doesn't really have a preference, it is what it is. Then I mean, he's it's still cheating either way. So. It is still cheating. Like, and it brings up: is it worse? Is it different? I don't really know. That's what I'm. It's just it's a great conversation, and I don't see a lot of TV doing this. And I've ragged on good behavior before for not being at the forefront, not doing anything new, mm-hmm. kind of being transparent, um, unrealistic. This time, I'm actually applauding its efforts for bringing something to the light that maybe isn't spoken about in so many households. It's not, it's not talked over. It's something that's real, though. There are people that go through stuff like this. Yeah, uh, and I know that, I mean, Oprah did a show on it. When Oprah does a show on it, you know it's real. <laughs> when Oprah does a show, you know it's real. You know what I'm saying? You get a car. You get a car. You get a what car. What show was it? She did a show on um, Down Low, on Down Low Brothers. And Down oh. Low was a whole system of guys, especially in the black community, who were keeping their extramarital homosexual affairs mm-hmm. away from their families and not feeling like they were gay because they had wives, because they had kids. Oh, I see. And unfortunately, in this situation, HIV uh, became a very big problem in the community. But overall, the concept was they didn't feel accepted because of their outside activities. And we don't know if it's a preference choice or if it's because of a shame and guilt that come that came from being gay, especially in the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. going into the early 2000s. It's just an interesting concept. And it's interesting to see Kyle go through it. Well, that's what I'm thinking is I w- I'm wondering what came first because like maybe... The chicken could, or the egg? Yeah, like... Well, the chicken or the egg in his you, ass? If, because it's like, yeah, I'm <laughs> If he felt he might ashamed like it. about it, then maybe that's what triggered like his drug problem. You maybe. Know it's just interesting. And it's interesting. And the drug problem was on itself was interesting because Letty made a... De- made a separation between snorting and shooting it saying oh he snorts it which is not (laughs) as bad it's not as bad it's not as bad as shooting it which i can in drug terms it's not good um thank you well i mean just in case you want to know if someone just smokes crack it's worse than if they're shooting crack yeah you don't want the shooting that's when you're like you're a real druggie once you start shooting heroin so when you're just snorting heroin yeah it's still it's casual it's casual (laughs) it's casual snorting of heroin yeah so i guess well now we're just gonna have to see how their relationship plays out i don't tiffany doesn't really seem very accepting of it so i don't see it going very well especially if people in the community know they have a very small tight-knit community everyone knows everyone which we saw at the wedding even letty's mom is dating a guy she went to high school with rob so it's a small community and small communities like this information can destroy you yeah um yeah well now obviously letty's like immersed in this community she's she's back in town she originally came to bail her mother out of jail so she finally got that phone call and the way she like finessed the situation was kind of funny she needed the money to bail her mother out so when she and javier were just at breakfast she like whipped up the scheme really quickly and pretended to be a waitress and robbed the restaurant which i'm interested in why the restaurant had so much money in its register most like restaurants a fat they stack had a stack like no usually restaurants don't have stacks like that it did come off javier being traumatized by his family reunion and, mm-hmm. of course, the events of last week's episode with the dad because apparently he hadn't been speaking for two days, which is what led them to breakfast in the first place. Or eating. Or eating, yeah. And in the opening scene, I don't like. I don't know how you interpreted it, but he had some type of bird and he just ripped its head off. 
He like broke its neck. You know, I think he was actually doing what is called a mercy killing. What's, that the oh, the bird was wasn't hurt. it was extremely hurt and there was no healing it. Mm-hmm. So he did a mercy killing and killed the bird, which seems which on the out on the surface can seem very cruel, but it's actually a, a, an act of kindness. Yeah. It's like putting down an animal when it's extremely taking it out of its misery. Taking it out of exactly. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's nice of him, I guess. But I saw um, I was reading up about the episode online or whatever, and a lot of people had different interpretations of it, like whether it symbolized, you know, how he justifies his killings. As they could be kind of mercy killings mercy because killings. he mm, that's interesting. has, you know, motives behind it. Like these people are evil or they deserve it or it's payback or something. So, Well, he did that's... talk about that when he finally admitted to why he started killing. But right. I'd love to know what you guys think about the bird killing down below in the comments. You guys love writing comments. We appreciate each and every comment <laughs> that you give us. Even if they're not so favorable, we appreciate you joining in the discussion. So please write those comments down below in the in the comment section. Thanks. But we see Javier tell the story of how he became Javier. Right. And that story didn't start when he was 16. It actually fast forwards to uh, when he was a bouncer in Georgia and accidentally kills someone in a fight in the bar, which I still don't understand how there was no retribution or police and involvement. And, like, that, what kind of... That's a crazy life, to accidentally kill somebody two times before you're, like... Not even before you're an adult, just in general, you know? To he accidentally, accidentally kills someone twice. And then, well, that leads to credibility why he believes he's a killer. Right, of So course. then he collects money for his boss and then is sent on hitman activities and justifies them because he's doing things that he feels is like mercy killing, maybe like killing the bird. Yeah. Because the first kill he has, the first official kill that he has, not his first kill, because <laughs> he's killed like 15 people accidentally before that. But the first kill that he has is over a man. He kills a man who killed his wife at the brother's request because the brother was like, he got off mm-hmm. and I need justice. Right. And Javier is the angel of justice. He becomes this tool of revenge for people. I mean, yeah, and um, it's it's kind of cool that he he finally opened up to Letty and felt comfortable enough to tell her this because this whole season we never really got a background story on Javier. We didn't really know how we got into killing or what caused him to um, become part of this lifestyle. But, I mean, after you kill two people by mistake, it just... You fall into it. Yeah, it seems like that's what he thought he was destined well, to do. Well, sometimes you people kill others in self-defense. Yeah. Javier in the fight, it seemed like there was like a defense. He, he was asked to right. do a job, which is kick this guy up. The guy kicked this guy out. He The guy put back a good fight, as Javier explained it, and... It led to Javier accidentally killing this guy, hitting him so many times that he died. We don't know the exact details. I still would love to know why there's not enough police involvement. There's no police. You know, we really don't. I mean, we saw police in this episode specifically, but not anything to do with Javier or Letty, who the police should have been after. And we see the police only because the mom is arrested for a DUI. Yeah which she was celebrating a wedding, which Letty didn't even know that Rob and the mom were getting married. I know. Well, she, I mean, as we found out, she was never at any of her mom's weddings. Her mom had a few weddings, which all took place 
at the same bar in the same dress, which is how we got this episode title because her dress still fits. What's the name of the title? Comma, bitch. <laughs> it's, it still fits, bitch. Yeah, that That's was like a line. That was her line. It still fits, bitch. That was the line the mom uses. Yeah, when she, Letty picked her up from jail. Which actually showed them they've become way more friends mm-hmm. as the episodes have gone on. They're yeah, not sure. even the way she used bitch isn't to be mean. She's like bitch. Yeah, it's like a friend bitch, <laughs> the friend bitch, like the yeah, bitch, like hey bitch, like what's going on, bitch? Yeah, it was a friend, friendly one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, only like girls who are friends and gay guys can use it. Like if I'm like, hey, what's up, bitch? All of a <laughs> sudden, like... I'm a gangster rapper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't say it, but you can't. But it's interesting that they've become really good friends to the point where Letty's mom even lifts lifts. The restraining order. Yeah, well, we saw, like, a really great moment of bonding between them when they were sitting at um, the kitchen table painting each other's nails. They were just being girls, you know? And for the fact that uh, Letty went out of her way to bail her mother out of jail, I think, says a lot. But she liked bailing her mom out of jail. She well, wanted to bail yeah. her mom out of jail to get back for all the times so that the mom had to, like, probably bail her out of jail. Right, the roles are finally reversed. Reversed, yeah. And it seems like Letty is becoming the more responsible one, and she's kind of painting this picture of her mother not being so responsible. Um Especially, I mean, I'm not saying this is irresponsible to each his own, but how, like, the mom makes a living uh, having phone sex. Yeah, something we didn't know before. She's like, hit up my PayPal account. Hit up my, yeah, she's <laughs> like, oh, oh, so good. And it was just like, now we know how the mom makes money, mm-hmm. which is interesting because, the, because Letty's son is in the house. Yeah. She's just, he's in the house, of course. And especially the way that kid is, he knows what grandma does. Yeah, of course. He's very he, he's smart. He's a smart kid. Like, he's too smart. At some point, he's, is he 10? Is he 46? I don't know. Same difference. Even anytime he says something, he's just not enthusiastic about stuff, which is, I think, a psychological condition of some sort. I really do. Because even when he finds out that the restraining orders lifted, he's like, yay. Where's my dad? He doesn't care that much. <laughs> like, yeah, he just doesn't, it doesn't affect him. Things don't affect him as much. Well, when he and Letty were having that conversation in the car about the restraining order being lifted, um, I think it was kind of foreshadowing the fact that he knew about his father because it almost seems like he was testing her. He was, he was asking, asking her all her. the right questions. You know, did you really love him? How did you meet? It was like he was, he just had a lot to say and a lot to confirm about you know his thoughts about his father because we find out later in the episode that the this whole time he had been talking to well the For past two weeks. two weeks he had been talking to his father facetiming his father which we now know why he was watching that commercial with such zest that one yeah, time the myrtle beach hard body <laughs> he he knew that that was his father because uh tiffany's daughter autumn who i guess has a crush on jacob spilled the beans and let why do you know. feel like she has a crush on jacob he told he told his mom maybe a little one he he said she told me because she likes me like she wasn't supposed to tell me yeah but maybe likes me like she enjoys I me guess. as a human being why but do they we... obviously hang out a lot they went to the movies with the babysitter so it's like a chaperone date <laughs> but when letty asks him she's like not like that he says the not like that he does the guy the little boy I not guess. like that <laughs> not like that yeah. So maybe Autumn likes him. Maybe she does. Um, but then, I mean, that wasn't known to us, the viewers, until later on because we fast forward to this wedding uh, where they're getting married. I think it's so bizarre that they're getting married at a bar. Like, is that a con? Do people really do that? They're rednecks. 
Yeah, I guess. No, no guessing about it. They are rednecks. They she had three they weddings right at the at same At this bar. bar. It's the bar. She's wearing the same dress. The bachelor dress. I mean, party was at the same bar. The he bought her a $500 ring and was like, mine's real. Like, not understanding what a canary diamond was. Exactly. Which is, He's like, oh, it's This it's is yellow. yellow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because it's such high grade, amazing quality canary diamond. She's like, Google it. Yeah. Google it and you'll understand why. Um, so they're having this wedding. They're finally getting married. And it was... Again, we see that Letty was like actually supportive of it. Not only did she supply this big diamond ring, but she was calling out, you know, like kiss her already. And she was a lot happier for her mom than I thought she would be. But exactly. maybe that's coming off the lifting of the restraining order. Yeah. Maybe it's coming off a bonding between the mom and her, mm-hmm. something we hadn't seen before. Maybe Javier's family party made Letty realize how much she actually does like and enjoy and love her mom because before she used to think that Javier had a great family right? and now she thought Javier's dad is the devil. Mm -hmm. And I think she kind of became more accepting of her mom and Rob's relationship when she and her mom were talking um, over their nails. She said that Rob was actually supportive of her and he wasn't very controlling of her. And I, I see Letty kind of seeing herself in that situation. I mean, granted, Javier is controlling, but... Is he, a, though? Is yeah, he controlling, like in or, a is different he, way. or is he caring? He, I think that he's caring. He, I mean, mm. he does control her to an extent, but he doesn't... He knows who she is, and he's still sticking around. He's not necessarily trying to change her. So I thought that they were bonding on that level, too, and... Letty became more supportive of her mother and Rob's relationship because she finally understood where her mom was coming from and saw it really for what it is rather than thinking of some sort of, like, scheme or something weird, which it kind of seemed like in the beginning. I mean, it's just an interesting... It was just interesting. It's interesting watching them bond. It's interesting watching their relationship unfold. I do think that there were there should have been a little more interaction with them in previous episodes leading to this because it's all of a sudden like they're really good together all mm-hmm. of a sudden and we hadn't seen that so much before. Yeah. Well, it seemed like Letty kind of resented her mom because she said you never visited me in prison and even though Letty told her not to, she still kind of expected that her mom would go the extra mile and Go visit her in jail. <laughs> well, it's because when you said resentment, it made me. It reminded me of the fact that I resent you. Why? Because of any time that I eat snacks, you always tell me I have to eat healthy snacks, and so it just pertains to the specific, the specific concept of a, a really good sponsor we have right now. Because you got me on NatureBox.com, and now <laughs> I think I've been, you need NatureBox. I've been using NatureBox.com, especially if you go to NatureBox.com right now. We get fifty percent off if you go to the podcast, like NatureBox.com podcast. Slash podcast. So when you sent me for Christmas, you gave me like all this NatureBox.com. Wait, what was your stuff. favorite one? Mine was the water. I don't want to say it because it sounds so. No, come but on. it was the watermelon mini mini stars. They were delicious. <laughs> I thought you would like the peanut butter nom noms because you didn't I like those. Well, they were good. They were good. They tasted like you know, like small little Reese cups. They were. They were. I guess you thought I'd like them because they were sugary. <laughs> I just like the word nom nom. I'm just happy that NatureBox.com <laughs> didn't have like kale chips or something. I thought you were. Gonna, I thought it was going to be like this vegan veggie patty thing but it wasn't it was like amazing stuff and it was the best part was now that i'm addicted i don't have to buy bulk on naturebox.com i can buy one single item and they will send it to me or as many items as i want yeah exactly there's no restrictions no limitations um it's a pretty good deal you kind of expect the word nature and snacks to be this like 
earthy, crunchy stuff, but it's actually pretty delicious. Yeah, I, I would think that they they also present each other, but they don't. They go hand in hand, <laughs> kind of like us. <gasps> oh. We are Nature Box. No. See, you're such a hater, bro. <laughs> such a hater. But you guys at home, de- definitely check out naturebox.com when you get a chance. At least go to the site, see if you like any of the stuff. And remember, if you go to naturebox.com podcast, you get 50% off all your purchases. So make sure to check it out. It's healthy food. Start 2017 off right, naturebox.com. Mm-hmm. So thank you. When we're going back to um when we're going back to Rob and the mom, mm-hmm. okay, I don't understand until this episode, how their relationship worked. So before, I thought maybe it was sexual, and then we find out Rob has sexual problems, right? <laughs> and I definitely know it's not intellectual, because Letty's mom is really smart, and Rob, he, he even comes off really dumb, but he's really kind of dumb. But he's so, like, he's got a good heart, and he means well, and she likes that he doesn't judge her, or gives and gives her freedom, like, allows her to just be herself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting testament to most relationships where we don't see a lot of those things and we see problems, i.e. Tiffany and Kyle, mm-hmm. who on, on paper had the perfect relationship and it's gone to crap. And while on this side, we have Letty's mom and Rob who have on paper possibly the worst relationship and it's amazing. It works. They are truly happy with one another. They enjoy each other. Well, you know it's real when he's... Supportive of the phone sex and calls in to participate. Like he calls in and wants <laughs> and wants it from her. That's so sweet. I know it's like romantic. Love. Yeah, it's romantic. You would never do that. You would never do that for me. I, I'm. I'm. Oh, you, you didn't you, even enjoy. You, you didn't even have a. You didn't even nature box moment with me. Okay. You didn't even enjoy. Well, nature I was. Box I moment. sent you the nature box. That's not enough for you. Oh my gosh. Listen. Oh my gosh. Such a. You're no Rob. Okay. You're no Rob. You know who you are. Who You're am Sean. I? Oh, and how you're come Sean. I'm Sean? You are Sean. You are a because bully. Because I got that hard body. You're a bully. <laughs> you have the hard body, body look right now. Yeah, because you have like the Ooh. little, like you just got here from the gym. You cut up your I feel like Pablo Yeezy shirt. I know. It's it's kind of swaggy, you know? Yeah, it's cute. Thank but you. the thing is, you know what's not cute? Your attitude. Your Sean-like <laughs> bully attitude. And for those at home that don't know who Sean is or don't remember, Sean is uh, homeboy's dad. What's the Jacob's kid's name? Dad. Jacob's dad. I don't remember. Listen, I don't remember anyone's names. Okay, no, I don't really. I don't either. remember. I just have my names. notes here. Jacob's dad, Sean, who's the hard body Myrtle Myrtle Beach guy. <laughs> who, Sean, uh, who Jacob had watched the commercial and does turn out to actually be the dad. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Because he shows up and all hell breaks loose. Listen, but I don't think he's a bad dude. And I don't really think he has attitude problems either. He has I don't every think right he's to a bad be dude. mad. He of course right he should be mad. be mad. He's been denied knowing that he's had a child, for a son years. for 10 years. He has changed his life according to, his, uh, to him. And from what we've seen, he's changed his life. He goes to church, he, which means he has some type of moral awakening. Mm-hmm. He works. He has a job. He has this company or... He's in commercials or whatever it is. And we also see that he has a pretty, any dad that wants to be in his son's life, like Mm -hmm. he could have just been like, "Uh, I don't want anything to do with this. And he doesn't. He's like, I want my son. And it's, and he is well within his rights because as much as we like Letty and as much as we like Javier, let's not forget that Letty's a thief and Javier's a murderer. (laughs) I know. And the sad part is, um, 
it seems like he's the better fit parent, you know? Not just to us, but in court. I mean, it's kind of obvious what would happen. And she's basing it. And it's funny how Letty, of all people, is going to base something on someone's past. Like, in the past, you did porn. You were a right. director of anal-centric porn. And and uh, Sean is the one who introduces Letty to meth. Exactly. So she resents drugs. him, of course. and Which she should, sure. Yeah, but she ru- it ruined her life. I mean... It's she like ruined he, her life. Yeah, he didn't ruin She's her life. She's a grown-up. She, she made that decision up. to become involved in she drugs. She is. Because even if it was 10 years ago... Knowing that Letty and uh, the show is supposed to be 32, even though, let's be honest, there's no way she's 32. And the show is 32. That's At least she's 22 when this happens. She yeah. is a grown-up. She makes her own decisions. Mm-hmm. So she may have been influenced negatively by Sean, but the ultimate decision to do anything was hers. And that's one of the things about the self-help tapes is every self-help tape is instructing her to take responsibility for her actions and still we rarely find Letty taking responsibility for her actions everything is an excuse everything is a justification I needed money for bail so I robbed a waitress and I robbed a cashier a, a cash register at a restaurant I needed this so I did that I just wanted my mom to have a nice ring so I stole another ring like these things are illegal for a reason Letty <laughs> they are legal and you what else? You know what else is illegal is um hiring people for murder. And she wants, as romantic as it was for she and Javier to ride off on his new motorcycle that he just threatened he someone someone's <laughs> life to get. Yeah, they ride off and go to the beach, and she drops the bomb that she wants Javier to kill. Sean. She wants Javier to kill Sean. And it's funny because she was never supportive of Javier's. Uh, hitman lifestyle until it benefits her exactly sounds like a woman to me what I said it yeah I said it yeah I said whatever it's true I, I Thank suppose. you, Steve. I mean, because every guy it's not knows just women. It's for anybody no, would. Like. I feel like women are most are most like that. I feel like this is a battle. This is a debate between the sexes. I feel like women do that. I feel like women. They, they won't like something until it benefits them. That's part of being human. Of course, like, listen, you you wouldn't support stealing unless someone wants to, like, toss you a mill or something. I still wouldn't support a mill, yeah, <laughs> when you're talking a mill, like a million. Yeah. But I still wouldn't support the stealing, like, if but it was a loved one. you would support the outcome of the stealing. If it was a loved one, I'd, 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 I would advocate against it, and I wouldn't take the money. Okay, maybe I take that. It's a million up. dollars. You're talking about a million, a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Okay, a million dollars, your no, child. But no, like, but seriously, on. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it. Not for someone who I cared. If, like, if you were like, yo, I'm going to go kill someone and I'll give you and this will benefit, I will be like, no, I don't want you to get into trouble. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't. That's me. When it comes to Letty's being very selfish. She's being very selfish. Sean has done nothing wrong. Right. Sean has done nothing wrong. Nothing more wrong than Letty. If he was if he was a bad guy in the past, then Letty wasn't led astray. She was also a bad person in the past. No the only difference is Sean has changed his life and Letty has not. Letty's actually become a worse person. Let's not forget that Christian is still in jail doing God knows what. Oh, I know. Right? And we going through God knows doing. what with people trying because of letty's actions let's not forget that letty just stole some ring from you know that's a very expensive ring someone's gonna someone lost their job over that yeah the the waitress at the register 
She might have lost her job. Or we forget to look into the consequences of Letty's actions mm -hmm. from what she does. Everything just because we're we're in love with these two romantic criminals, you know, who like make love in the middle of the night and right. they stand near the beach and look into the, each other's <laughs> eyes while they plan a murder. Yeah, but I mean, we only see from their perspective as the audience, but you know, I think Letty and it's hard to see as a mother you're about to lose your child. Obviously, it's such a big deal. You would do anything to, you know, have your child in your life. However, if she really wanted the best for Jacob, she she would let him go with um, Sean. Sean, or at least give him uh, some form of custody. Exactly. Like joint custody. He should be allowed to see his son that she has hid from him for 10 years. Once again, she had a son. Mm -hmm. It's Sean's. She did not tell Sean. That is like one of the worst things you can possibly I know, do. That is mean. That is a it's horrible mean, mean thing. And the only the only redeeming quality out of all of it is because Sean got his life together, and we don't know what would have happened had he been exposed to Jacob early. We don't right. know. But as of right now, Sean is the more fit, better parent. And we saw in the previews that they apparently go to court or some type of court. We also see a preview. Javier and Sean do have some type of confrontation. But in court, you're right. Mm -hmm. Sean's the better parent. She's still on probation. Let's exactly. not forget she's on probation. She just hasn't gone. I know. Wait, how does we just drop that storyline just because her PO's in jail? We she's don't know. We don't know with this with this show. We don't know. We have to wait to see what's next. Yeah, but I in real so. life, another PO would have called you. And I mean, it's probably going to resurface if she has to go to court for her kid. They're going to bring up the fact that she's on probation. 100%. And if she was smart, she if she really did want the best for Jacob, she would include Sean in his life just because it appears that he does have his life together. You know, he he has a home. He has a job. Obviously, he has some money. He's on like national commercials over here, like he said. And if she played her cards right, she would be able to be a part of Jacob's life. But if she's doing things in spite of Sean, then she might lose custody again altogether. And that's what she's doing. She's spiting Sean for something that happened 10 years ago, which I do not forgive Sean for mm -hmm. what he did. Sure. But I also don't only blame Sean. She seems to only blame Sean. The mom seems to only blame Sean. No, Lenny was stealing at the age of... Right. 12 or whatever when she stole that brooch for her but mom. But she always has to blame it on someone else or justify yeah. it. 16 no, I didn't have the money but I wanted to make my mom happy. Exactly. No, you wanted that thrill. You liked stealing. Mm -hmm. You stole. Once I, and, and I'm not judging Letty. I'm not judging Letty. It's I want her to accept and acknowledge her role in her life. I don't care. I don't think of her as a good person or a bad person or a this or a that. I don't hate her or like her because of what she does. In fact, I really like Letty. And I think she's got a great heart. But I also think she's a thief and a druggie. And now <laughs> she's an aiding, abetting murderer. Like, she is effectively hiring a hitman. Mm -hmm. And that stuff cannot be overlooked either. It's just the truth. Yeah. It is, and we'll have, we'll see how it plays out in court. We will see how it plays out in court. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. In court, I think that Sean has a very strong case. Mm -hmm. I think that Sean wins. In life, I think Javier wins. I feel like Javier wins. And Javier flexed his muscle Javier when he shoved, shoved Sean against the, against the pillar in that chokehold. 
Even though Sean's physically, I would feel stronger than Javier. Just yeah, that I muscles. know. That's why I was wondering why he was backing down. So I'm like, well, come on, you're, you're the you're hard body. Can't bring, yeah, the hard body. <laughs> the hard body went real soft, real quick. Mm-hmm. When Javier put up that charm, that charm move, that is. Charm chokehold. Yeah. I don't know. Um, do you have any other predictions aside from the court? I I think that Javier does not kill Sean. Yeah, I don't think he'll kill Sean either. Um, what do you think is going to happen between Javier and Letty, like, as far as their relationship? Like, I think are they that, official now? Uh, see, that's such a girl question. I feel like... It, are they boyfriend oh and girlfriend? Oh, my God, are they boyfriend and girlfriend? I think that he is a hitman. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, what I, do you mean? No, I, I just don't think those kind of... Look, honestly, when I feel like when you grow up, those kind of titles... They don't, don't even. Exist anymore. They don't. They shouldn't exist. What's? I feel like not when you grow up. Chores. They just those don't rules. exist anymore. They don't exist. They're just silly. But they're silly titles to have. This is my girlfriend. This is my boyfriend. <laughs> like, who cares? If they're happy, then they're happy. If they're okay. not, they're not. Fair to and say. And I think that Javier and Letty, for as crazy and chaotic as their lives are, and as as just dismantled and disgruntled as everything about them and their personas are, they are happy together. And they are perfectly imperfect for one another. And I'm glad that they have both found someone that they can have a crutch because both of them are so used to doing things by themselves. Mm -hmm. And now they have found each other and they enjoy each other's darkness and depth. They do. That's the way we should be, but you, but you, this could be us, but you're playing. But I was just going <laughs> to say. This could be us, but you're playing. Like, we could have been Nature Box right now. We could have been Nature Box. But, but I sent you, you the You didn't box. give me a Nature Box moment while I tried to have one. I'm sorry. Next time I'll support you. No, it's moment. too late. Next time we're going to have Maddie and Abby back. The Four Horsemen is going to be back intact. Uh, pestilence, famine, war, and death. Death. <laughs> I was like, what's the last one? Death. Yeah. That's two weeks that we haven't all been together. I'm excited for next week. Next week. We're back together, yeah? Yep. Well, we'll I believe so. Next Tuesday, yeah. Next Tuesday, after the New Year's, and it's great. Guys, I hope you all had a happy holiday. I hope you had fun. Uh, I don't know. What you do for your holidays? Uh, I went to Boston. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's what's up. How was Boston? It cold. Was, it was cold. It was cold. I was in Vegas. And it was warm. I was in Vegas, and you know what? I had a great time. But would have had a better time with the four horsemen. So make sure you find us. I'm at I am Tehran all across Instagram, social media, Snapchat, Twitter, everything. Please, honestly, find me, follow me. I'm almost at a million followers. All I need is a million people to follow me. Do so. Thank you. At I am Tehran. And I'm Olivia. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the real underscore O underscore G. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 